all, and welcome to Idols, Icons, and Irols, a Survivor Recap Podcast. We're your hosts, Nell and Peter. We're so glad you're joining us as we break down and analyze the craziest and most memorable moments of every single season of Survivor. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at idols.icons.irols for behind-the-scenes clips, outtakes, and important updates. Interested in making a guest appearance to talk about your favorite season of Survivor? Reach out to us at idols.icons.irols at gmail.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Idols, Icons, and Irols, the Survivor Recap Podcast. This week, we are picking back up with season one, Survivor Borneo, um, at the merger. So we're really excited to have you all back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so we're covering the last seven episodes. Um, There's 10 people left at this point. And... Honestly, like a lot happens, obviously, but also at the same time, it feels like a repeat episode to episode. Like they're like, oh, wow, this happened. And then it's like, oh, yeah, which I guess is every Survivor episode. But at the same time, I think it has to do with like, there's one (laughs) group of people who understand you have to vote in a block. And to a certain point, it's just who they vote for goes home. Like. And so you kind of just know what's coming. Yeah. In that sense. In yeah. a way that, like, I feel like it's less. That yeah. happens a little less often in seasons we've previously watched. Yeah. No, that is definitely, that's definitely true. So, yeah, we will go ahead and jump in with episode seven. Um, like I said, 10 people left. The merger. The, like, diplomatic summit that they had. That was crazy. (laughs) That was insane. Absolutely insane. Also, Jenna and Sean get like wildly drunk. They drank so much. They were like, I think that they're trying to set it up for us to hook up. I was like, I don't really know if that's what was happening, but also that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there was a tent on a beach. And like six bottles of wine. wine. You're right. So yeah yeah but no that was i was like this is a lot this is a lot going on so jenna and sean are like just the ambassadors to decide on things and they decide where they're gonna live and the new name of their tribe which is ratana um for whatever reason you know it's because they had to name it after something that like exists on the island something that was natural to the island so they named it ratan and then sean added an a onto it Oh, yes, to make it sound more tribal, I think yeah. is the words he used. Yeah, dark. <laughs> so, yeah, um, and then everyone merges. And for the most part, I would say pretty much everyone's excited about it. Like, everyone's having a good time. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rudy was like, there's yeah. more people on that side. <laughs> I don't like that. I was going to say, most people, specifically Rudy, was the one that was like, ah, I don't know about this, guys. Well, because then they all, like, stayed up late that one night, like, sleepover vibes and just like talked about everything sean talked about having a threesome and i was like ah it's like in 2000 i don't know to me the year 2000 is like basically the 1960s that's crazy 
crazy of you. Is that not, is it not the same for you? No. <laughs> oh. Yikes. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, definitely big like last night of like like summer yeah. like last night of summer camp sleepover Ooh, energy. Right. Like, you stay up and t- say everything that's ever happened to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, anyways, we go in to the first immunity challenge. And long story short, I'll speak on this later, but they have to like hold their breath underwater. And the three people who can hold their breath the longest move on to the second phase where they have to like, again, hold their breath underwater. But this time they have to pull themselves along the ocean floor and like release balloons from the ground. Okay, buoys, not balloons, (laughs) but yeah. (laughs) Same thing. Very like bare bones. But I yeah. liked it. It was like classic. Yeah. Well, I mean, the most expense out of it was buying everyone orange goggles so they could yeah, all. Yeah, <laughs> I believe got goggles, which I was like, they would never do that now. They said, "No, open your eyes, baby. <laughs> open your eyes. Open your eyes. Open your eyes." That one song. Let us know if you know it. Guys. <laughs> anyway, um, Greg wins immunity. Um, and classically, we head into a tribe, like the first post-march tribal council. Yes, classically after immunity challenge, we head into a <sighs> And obviously, um, Kelly, Richard, Rudy, and Susan know what they're doing, and they've, like, made a decision beforehand. And the Pagong tribe and Sean just don't talk. They don't think. They... There's this like anti like coming together energy, which whatever. And so Kelly, Richard, Rudy, and Susan vote together and vote out Gretchen. So she's the first post-merge vote out. And the vote is so wild because it's, so there's the four in the alliance and then there's six other people. So six people vote for six different people. And then this four minority alliance makes the decision. So Gretchen, out of 10 people, gets voted out with four votes. I was like, this is, this is crazy. Yeah. Because it's just like, yeah, they're all, they're like, it's not within the spirit of the game to like collude. Which like girly pop. Uh, (laughs) Welcome welcome to to Survivor. Survivor. They don't even know what's coming. No, I'm like. Sadly for them, that is exactly the spirit of the game. <laughs> like, for some, somehow, they just didn't get the memo, I guess. And for every season onward, they will be the only season that didn't do that. So yes, Gretchen goes home, which, I mean, I kind of feel bad because I did kind of like her. But at the same time, I was like, girl, it's on you. Like, you did nothing to help your case. Sorry. Fair, fair. I because I was just like I did what were they expecting to happen you know what I mean like yeah. everyone was shocked that there were four votes for Gretchen and I'm like what what did you think was gonna happen like yeah everyone was like <laughs> rough to watch them not get it yeah yeah but Gretchen goes home Gretchen and goes we, home. we go into the next episode um and there is kind of this idea to get the women like together we love that in this i you know i women are famously not valued in this show very well <laughs> um, we love women here yeah. we believe in women 
And anytime there's a women's alliance, we will support it. Absolutely. But unfortunately, this time this one just... <laughs> it was like one conversation and then it was like plot point over. Like they talked about it for maybe a day. They're like, oh yeah, we can all vote together. Yeah. And then yeah. Anyways, we go to the reward challenge and essentially this is where they get videos from home and we'll speak on this more later i know but long story short um jenna who has two young kids at home two daughters at home she's a single mom she doesn't get a video from home and it's set up in such a poor way and now i don't know if you want to speak on it yeah I, i will gladly um I'll go, this was almost my eye roll, Um, but I still have feelings about it. It's basically every person goes and they get their video. I'm crying. Like, I love a family moment. They're really cute. They're funny. Like, a lot of the families did, like, really funny bits in it. It was sweet. And Jeff Probst goes, like, Jenna, I really, I hate to say this. And she's crying. I'm crying. He's basically like, we never got a video from home for you. And the like, it's also fucked up because like the win, the, the, if she were to win the reward, like she would get nothing because it was like, they get to watch the full video. And so it's fucked. She's like crying. I'm crying. So immediately, of course, I like Google, like, why did she not get a video? And I was doing research and I guess the mom like drove, her mom drove like her kids to like Virginia for like a weekend and was late to getting the like request from CBS and Survivor and so she sent it in late and the video came the day after the challenge and she was recently or she was asked about it on Twitter according to a Reddit user and the person and she was and Jenna responded and was like like my mom was gone like obviously it was a time where people didn't really have cell phones or anything and um she was like yes my mom was late to it but also you know it was probably made for a better tv moment if um they didn't wait for the video and they just showed me not getting one and I just think it was so effed up like okay, whatever. They didn't have to wait for it. Like, I understand you set a deadline. Like, you can't really just, like, wait. But the way they had Jeff Probst tell her that she didn't get a video was effed up. I hated it. I was like, great. No, she's like, why do I even have to compete in this challenge? Like, you know, kind of thing. It was just effed up. The main incentive for her to compete was that they did get the opportunity to send a video back. Yes. So like yes, at yes, least yes, there was right. that, but you're right. At the same time, that doesn't really make up for the way like she that would. They, I feel like she you know, might have liked to see her kids. Yeah, maybe. Just maybe. 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 And long story short, she does not win the reward challenge. No. But what I do want to speak on is the fact that there's this really emo then moment afterwards where yeah. after the reward challenge, it, they had to like shoot a bow and arrow at a target and whoever was closest to bullets, I wins. So she loses, but then back at camp, she's like still shooting this bow and arrow. And I was and like, I was like, like, I'll take some antidepressants right now. Oh Thank my God. God. Like, and everyone else watched Greg, like watch. Yeah. Invited them to watch his video, which not to drag his sister and his relationship, but it was kind of weird. But like, whatever you do, you. 
I won't repeat what Rudy said, but <laughs> um, it was definitely weird. But everyone else was watching it. And yeah, Jenna was like in the background, like practicing. Yeah. And then one of her arrows gets closer to bullseye than everyone. And I was like, wow, that's poetry. <laughs> so yeah, that's the reward challenge. Um, basically, like one of the saddest moments on TV I've ever personally seen. Yeah, I really not to I be would, dramatic. <laughs> no, we would never be dramatic on never. this podcast. Never. Anyways, so then, um, like, I don't really. We just kind of go on, and people are kind of realizing that Greg is like could be good at this game if he maybe got his shit together, and like maybe if he would have been in the Toggy Tribe, like he could have been a power player but we go into the immunity challenge and Jervis wins immunity and so at tribal council basically Jervis was supposed to be the next alphabetical vote for Sean but because he won immunity you know obviously Sean couldn't vote for him so he had to just skip to the next person in the alphabetical order so Sean's already voting for Greg. Then the Talking Alliance is like, well, we already know where one vote is going and we want Greg out anyways. So then they all target Greg. And then John is like, well, I might as well too. And so basically because Sean has made this alphabetical voting order so public, everyone's like, well, we know where at least <sighs> one vote is going. If I want to stay safe, I might as well double up on that vote. And so Greg gets voted out. So stupid. <laughs> so yeah go into episode nine there's eight people left um people are starting to get annoyed by richard which i was like i mean both now and i have we're like he should have been gone while ago i just didn't we talked about this and we don't understand everyone was annoyed with him talk to each other and (laughs) vote them out it doesn't make sense it doesn't add up like the voting is so disorganized anyways that it would be so easy to like make it one more vote just be like guys just write Richard's name down tonight like let's get it over with nobody liked him there was like one episode where he got like yeah more than one vote right and I was like oh my god (laughs) so maybe tonight but anyways so we go into the reward challenge um and the winning person gets a letter from home um Basically, Colleen wins the reward challenge and she chooses Jenna because she's like, I want to make sure Jenna can hear something from home. Um, and also, oh, this, we we accidentally skipped ahead in the last episode. This was uh, Richard's 39th birthday that he spent in his birthday suit. So he competed in the challenge naked. He was just around camp naked. Just like a lot. And again, everyone is like, I don't want this. And again, it's like, well, guess it's what? It's like, you have the power. You <laughs> have the power, believe it or not. I'm like, I'm again, like, Sean, just skip, skip forward to the R's, Sean. Like, you can make Literally, it. Literally, I was like, Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, anyways, so we go into the immunity challenge. Quite frankly, this is probably the dumbest immunity challenge I've yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> I won't, we won't try to describe it because no. I, again, and I keep going back to trying to describe challenges. Um, it doesn't go well. It's just stupid in my opinion. It's like, there's a board game that it's very, I mean, there's so many boards. There's like a game pigeon game. That's kind of like it where you just flip over tiles. 
There's that I'm gonna not describe it, but let me try and describe it really quickly. It's like let me describe a game pigeon version of it and then I'll be close enough. Anyway, Rudy wins it. <laughs> yeah. Um so Sean is faced with continuing <laughs> his alphabetical. It's this like whole drama of like, does he go back? words because right like he has to vote Gervais because he missed it right does he move for Adam's like this is such bullshit (laughs) vote for someone you don't want to be there anymore yeah Yeah. um however he decides to move forward right which means he's voting for Jenna and he told Jenna he (laughs) was gonna vote for Jenna Jenna sweetie don't worry I am writing your name down it's just how it has to happen (laughs) I was like it's really you're not getting this game at all buddy and he was like but it's fine like you're not gonna go home and then (laughs) Richard Rudy and Susan all vote for Jenna and Jenna goes home it's just like like, she went home on a fluke. It was just so, like, they, Richard, Rudy, and Susan were like, wow, if he's just going to vote, like, e- easiest pilots put our votes together. Like, it's just so stupid. Oh, my God. So this was the, this was the vote that you were just talking about where it was almost rich. Like, everyone yeah. else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Votes are rich. And I'm like, Sean, you didn't like rich. You could have easily flipped your vote, vote and been the deciding factor. But he was like, oh, well, it's just so fair. It's like, no, I, I, go. Have, I have to, to go in this order. And so this Buddy, is the this moment. This game isn't about fair. Exactly. exactly. Outlast out. Well, fuck, what is it? Outlast out, 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 out play. play. Yeah. Not me asking, what is it? I remember <laughs> the order. Embarrassing. <laughs> but yeah, so, and then, like, at the end of the day, Sean finally is getting it. He's like, okay, maybe this is having some impact. So we go into episode 10 and like, that's kind of like, he's like, oh, maybe this is something I should stop doing. Yeah. He said, let me reflect. Yeah. He said, I'll take a moment. I'll think about it. I mean, I didn't do much for her, but (laughs) anyways, so Oh, this is also the moment in which Jervis's son is born. Yeah, he, famous. Yeah, <laughs> famously the day that Jervis's son is born. And so they get a note in tree mail. With cigars. <laughs> <laughs> Again, 2000s, basically the 1960s. Like, who gets a cigar in the tree mail? <laughs> I mean, people smoke cigars. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's true. But so I just, uh, we talked a lot of shit on certain people, specifically Tony from season 28, for going on Survivor when there's a newborn at home. But I guess we need to maybe reel no, some of that back is, in. This is a whole nother level. <laughs> yeah. To go when you're like during your wife's due date. No, if my, if my partner, if I was supposed to give birth yeah and they said i'm gonna go i'm gonna go on an island for a month yeah no that's no. not gonna happen that yeah. is, you, i'm watching freckle foodies instagram stories i couldn't do that alone <laughs> i could not do that alone yeah and she's lucky her husband's he it's paternity leaves over but he's still working from home yeah that's crazy uh, yeah no i can't imagine he i can't even call him no yeah no nope (laughs) yeah 
like what a what a wife but also like yeah truly what a wife be like speak up for yourself don't let that happen also like imagine what in 20 years your son's like hey dad how was my birth (laughs) could you tell me could you tell me the story of my birth and the dad's like i actually don't know i don't know well actually i woke up on an island and i got a note in treatment that you were born the day before (laughs) so i didn't even know the day you were born anyways i'm like we've (laughs) drag alert (laughs) so um we wait they named him gunner yeah (laughs) i mean i can't drag i have a cousin named gunner The silence. <laughs> I just didn't want to say anything after that. I felt bad now. I mean, no, I mean, I, it's not, I mean, I didn't name him Gunner. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> anyway, so reward, they get a phone call home. Jervis wins and gets a phone call, which I'm like, this is kind of working out pretty nice. For yeah. I get some letters. Jervis gets um, his phone call home, you know, things like that. It's really working out. Um, well, I mean, you know, Jenna gets the letters, then she gets sent home. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then I'm like, not to spoil anything, but <laughs> spoil the next thing we're gonna say. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't want to skip over the immunity challenge, but at the immunity challenge, basically, Rich wins and they go into travel council and they realize Jervis is kind of a threat. And so, you know, a couple of days after his baby is born and he gets the phone call home he gets voted out wait also i'm sorry that we glazed over this right <laughs> while Gervais is making his phone call rudy mm-hmm. takes it upon himself to critique his yeah. life choices yeah. and famously says that if he had four babies out of wedlock if he had a baby out of wedlock it wouldn't have happened and if it would mm-hmm. that girl would have been taken out of town and dealt with yeah rudy's a flop rudy's old as hell <laughs> yeah <laughs> like sorry i have to <laughs> Nell immediately doing the sign of the cross because <laughs> also doing it with my left hand i don't think you're supposed to do that i don't know i'm gonna be quite honest i don't think god and jesus really care what hand you do the sign of the cross with like Jesus is long dead. He's not really like, oh my god. This <laughs> <laughs> took a turn. Anyway, Rudy, Rudy went, Rudy went crazy, old man, on that one. Yeah, no, that was pretty crazy. Like, and um, they kept that in. <laughs> yeah, this is also the time. I mean, this has been like the last few episodes, but I was getting really annoyed with with the Pagong tribe members. Like, I liked them individually at the merge, and then through these episodes they just got so annoying because they were all sour grapes about it all and i was like fucking do something like you have all the time in the world to talk about strategy and instead you're not and like i get you maybe feel weird about it but you see what's going on you know what's going on this is one of those times where it's like maybe you don't like the rules but it's it's the rules of the game, baby. And you better get on board or you're going to get out. And they all got voted out. And like, I don't know. I I think maybe that should be my eye roll. I just like, I'm heated about it because I really liked all the Pagong members, but they got so annoying about it. And they're like, well, maybe I, they're like, well, there were four votes for Gretchen. 
And then there were four votes. For, and I'm like, yeah, clearly there's an alliance of four. Like, thanks for getting on board, everyone. Like, come on, let's go. Yeah, bad, bad. I mean, no strategy is the honest truth. It's like small brain energy, not big brain energy. They said, maybe, maybe this time they won't vote together. And that's how Gresham then, or that's how Jervis then leaves. All right. So we go into episode 11. Um, And basically like, Sue and Rich and Rudy are kind of like starting to turn on Kelly and they have been for a while, but basically Kelly's like still trying to be friends with Colleen because Colleen's fun. She's like a good time and like nice and sweet and everything. And they go into the reward challenge and Sean wins the reward, which I think we're all shocked about because boy is not putting his full effort into a lot of these challenges So he wins the reward and he sees his dad on the yacht. And also at the same time, he told Kelly he was going to take her for the feast on the yacht, but instead chooses to take Rich. And so then everyone's like, dude, what the hell? Like you shouldn't have told Kelly if that you were going to take her on the feast, if you just weren't going to take her on the feast. Like don't do that, dude. It's fucked up, which I mean, it is. Um, And then, yeah. Oh my God, I forgot to say the most iconic line, which is when in the prior tribal council, Sue is asked about the Alliance and she says, well, America is run on on alliances. (laughs) And he said, amen. I was like, go for it. Even though she famously at one point was like, told Richard that like, corporations oh, yeah. don't have a place in Survivor. <laughs> I was like, mm, you're kind of making the point you said didn't exist. Yeah. But yeah. no, America runs on alliances. I'm like, tattoo that on me. <laughs> Instantaneously. Um, oh, yeah. And then they go on the yacht and the whole bit and the skit about it all is that Sean's dad is the captain of the yacht. And Jeff Probst is like, I want you to meet the captain. Like, you really need to meet the captain. And Sean's like, okay, sure. And then it's his dad. It's <laughs> like, that's crazy. It was crazy. cute. It was pretty cute to me. Because I'm imagining, like, if my mom was the captain of the yacht, I'd be like, this bitch doesn't know how to drive. <laughs> Anyways, um, Sean's dad comes back to camp with him. And he brings, like, little care packages. And they're really cute. And, like, I wrote a little note. And I put, like, the little emoji with like the, the eyes you know like the the simp yes, eyes yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah um anyways then we go into the immunity challenge and they have to stand on a plank over water the only reason i'm saying that is because they're just like standing there forever and richard decides to start singing 99 bottles of beer i would have pushed him off i don't care if it would have caused me to be eliminated i would have pushed him off the plank i was like you're bothering the hell out of me and i'm not even on the show <laughs> And but he falls off anyways on his own accord. Um, so I was like, I don't really care. But yeah, yeah, the singing was a lot. <laughs> but someone joined in with him at first. Yeah, Colleen. Yeah. I think yeah. Also, when Rudy like <laughs> slips, but it to me it looks like he dives in. <laughs> to me, it looks like he gives up. 
and everyone was like oh did you give up he was like no i slept i was like oh, it kind of looks like you were diving in yeah um and then yeah it comes down to colleen versus kelly and there's basically this whole plan about how they're like gonna try and blindside kelly and then kelly wins immunity like the icon she is and they're just like well colleen's the easy vote so they vote out colleen and yeah we go into episode 12 and it's down to the five people and basically you really see that this like core four alliance has crumbled into just a core three of rich rudy and sue yeah which i was like flops 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 (laughs) and so then everyone's just like fighting and like Sue and Kelly have like a, a screaming match on the beach. And I was like, it felt like it came out of nowhere, honestly. Yeah, it really did come out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't like they were just like, oh, I don't trust you anymore. And then they were screaming and I was like. <laughs> yeah, it was chaos yeah. on that one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then. Basically, we go into reward and the, I they started this one and I was like, oh, we've seen this before. Except yeah. I guess we haven't talked about that season. Yeah, yet. no, you're right. Well, we've, I've seen it before. <laughs> yeah, we've seen. Um I like whole, I think this challenge is fun though. Yeah, when they like have to carry mud on their yeah, body, it's and throw it into a container. Yeah, no, because it always turns out funny. But Kelly wins, and the only reason I really want to bring it up is because she and Jeff get to share a Bud Light. Yes, famously, <laughs> Jeff says Bud Light. And I was like, this is my dream reward one. <laughs> and and they like, I'm like, bring this back. Bring <laughs> it back. Well, because the whole reward is that they go so they to watch a bar and, and watch, they watch the first, the first episode. Yeah, yeah, or like the first, yeah. But like. Yeah. <sighs> also, I was like, to be an extra, in the and survivor the bar, bar. I was uh, like I would be there so fast just I can't like I'm trying to imagine obviously like they were talking about the game right for probably the whole time <laughs> yeah. but like I would be like so like tell me about yourself like you're right. born in Kansas like let's talk about like, our Kansas connection <laughs> like I know you didn't really live there that long but like well the vibes it gave me and I'm like not to mention his name in this sacred space but Chris Harrison and Ed, when oh Ed like the the wine yeah. part, yeah. When Ed like shows up at Chris Harrison's, and they're they're just like sitting there drinking. See, I don't agree. I I think my difference because <laughs> it's a lot better people. It's... And also, like that was like a weird bit Bachelor yeah, and Bachelor true. Put together. Well, this was like a reward and also my dream. <laughs> so yeah i don't want that comparison <laughs> no you're right you're right all right anyways so we go into um day 36 the immunity challenge um and it's nicknamed the survivor witch project which i thought was hilarious i was like we really i'm like blair witch project days are among us really yeah it's like it's really age survivor in a way that I again 2000s are basically 1960s okay I'm like I again I don't think the Blair Witch Project is the 1960s no you're right it wasn't no it wasn't comparison seems psycho (laughs) anyways um 
Kelly wins the challenge yet again. Sean has it in his mind that he's going to win this whole, the whole thing. Um, and basically, Sean gets voted out <laughs> because the Alliance of Three stays together and Sean gets voted out. So we go into the final episode, episode 13, and the immunity challenge is basically a 10-question quiz about the jury members. And the most iconic parts of it all, really, is when Rudy is asked questions and he says, I don't know. And he doesn't want time. And it's like, oh, this is funny. No, this. (laughs) I also loved this and it was kind of yeah. fun I was watching with um one of my roommates who was kind of like one of her first times watching Survivor and she was like this feels like weird and I was like no like it like part of the game is like building relationships and like mm-hmm. using those relationships to your advantage and like seeing who really listened to like what people were talking about on the island like it it, it was like a real like I don't know. I really liked this, like being the immunity challenge. But yeah, I remember when they all get the pictures as the clues, and they're like, "Rudy's not gonna do well." <laughs> yeah, and he the third time he said, "I don't know." I was like, "Oh, king!" It's like, "Oh, baby, this is bad." I'm um, sorry, but when when Kelly, when Kelly, when they're given the photo of Jenna's two daughters, and they're asked for their names. And she is the only person to get it right. And she has their middle names. I was like, that is iconic. That is award-winning. That's power. No, that, yeah, it's solar power. One could even say. (laughs) (laughs) We should have added a disclaimer earlier on. We are recording this episode less than 24 hours after the release of Lord Solar Power. I've probably listened to it over 50 times. Like I listened to it for two hours straight last night and two hours straight this morning. So someone do the math, math, but (laughs) I've listened to it a lot. Um, uh, anyways, (laughs) blink three times when you feel it kicking in. (laughs) What a shitty day for aquamarine. (laughs) I'm like still learning the lyrics. Catch up, hon. Anyways. <laughs> prettier Jesus. Kind of like a prettier Jesus. Anyways. <laughs> so, um, Kelly wins immunity, and then they immediately go into a vote right after. And it comes down between Richard and Susan. And when they do a revote, but when Rudy and Kelly are the only two to revote, Kelly changes her vote and votes Sue out, which I guess, I mean, it makes sense. Well, because... because- Susan had literally told her, I don't want you in the final three with me. So, yeah, I probably would have voted her out too. Yeah, I think that there was a large gap between when I watched the episode prior to this and then the, this episode. And so in the moment, I was like, get the son of a bitch out of here, aka Richard. And then now re-walking through it, I'm realizing, yeah... Yeah. They had just, they're like fresh off their fight, like, and going and being civil. So you're right. Yeah. So Susan is voted out. And then they go into day 38. They do their rites of passage, which was like kind of more fun than the other rites of passage have been because they have to cover themselves in mud, walk through palm fronds, and then 
They pass the torches of their fallen comrades, yada, yada, yada. And then they pass the bamboo curtain and then they have to walk across hot coals. I was like, very a la that one episode of The Office. office. (laughs) Even though The Office is definitely like 10 years after this. Also like- (laughs) A fake TV show versus real. I was just shocked. Then I was watching that interview with Jeff Probst last week and apparently they use a special type of, I mean, obviously, they use a special type of wood that gets hot enough to feel it, but it won't actually burn your skin. And it, okay. they shipped it in for like a lot of money, but it turns out that it was like wood that was native to the region. So they could have just like not shipped it in from wherever they did. They're flops. Flops. Um, but yeah, and then they do their final immunity challenge, which to me was a joke. They just stand there and they have to hold their hand against an, the immunity idol. I just feel like it would be, I don't know, the position and exhausting. Like, yeah. I think it would be pretty hard. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, like we can set it up. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, yeah, sure, let's set it up. Let's run it. <laughs> but to like, like I'm going to see you go for five hours. <laughs> Without it, without any water. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> You're like, it's so easy. But I just mean like, water. I don't know. Yeah, and, like, and they were woken up at four in the morning. Okay, so you're going like, to come over to my apartment, eaten. wake me up at 4 a.m. Babe, you don't get to eat. A walk across coals and then I'll do it. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> like Monday, I'm free. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, so Richard makes this speech about how he's not going to be able to outlast Kelly, outlast Kelly, and so then he drops out, and so it's just Rudy and Kelly, and they have to like switch up their positions every so often. And during one of the switch ups, Rudy accidentally drops his hand off the idol, and Kelly wins final immunity, which I thought, you know, pretty iconic. Girlie wins yet again, and the final one. Um, and so then we go into tribal council and basically Kelly decides to vote out Rudy because she feels like she has a better chance against Richard in the final, like famous last words, because not to spoil anything, we'll come back obviously to final tribal council, but at the end of the day, Richard wins four, three. And yet again, Kelly is one of those people who just chooses the wrong. Granted, I mean, I feel like she had equally good chances against Richard Andrew. Yeah. Like, yeah. But wait, yeah. I'm, yeah, sorry. No, Richard wait. wins, but I just read that the finale is the second highest viewership of any American television episode during the first decade of the 21st century, exceeded mm-hmm. only by the Friends finale. It had higher ratings than the World Series, NBA Finals, NCAA Men's Basketball Finals, and Grammy Awards that year. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. No, this was like the moment in history. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, there's, it's an insane amount of views. Like 51 million viewers at, up until this date, uh, up until like last fall. But whoa. Oh my God. USA Today held a poll to see who viewers would have voted off. And Susan, too, 26% won the poll. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, funny. Yeah. But yeah, um, basically final tribal council was kind of crazy because I think that like people just, people were asking good questions and also they were like, we don't care. Like, fuck you guys. Like, yeah. let's go for yeah. it. Because like, I don't know. Jenna asks who they would put in the final two and why. And quite frankly, Kelly has some bad answers. She said <laughs> Sonia, who was voted out the first day. <laughs> I guess day three. But like. <laughs> <laughs> and Gretchen, which was nice. But also, and then um, what was the other one that was really funny? Well, uh, Susan. Sue <laughs> compared <laughs> Richard to a snake and Kelly to a rat and was like, yeah. there's a lot of snakes and rats on this Island and we've got two right in front of us. It's like considered to be one of the most yeah. iconic moments of like, like, te- like reality. TV. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Oh, also Greg, I had them choose a number between one and 10 and based off of Greg's vote, Rich. That told- was, Oh my God. That pissed me off. Yeah. Too. I think because that's, that's a deciding vote. Bullshit. That was a deciding yeah. vote. Yeah. Whatever. Which granted, I mean, if you don't like either of the people, like, I guess it doesn't matter. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So this is so interesting to read the, I never read the reception section of on the way. Oh, really? I feel like not in the same way, but like, I don't know to read it about the first season. It's not really- usually this long. Either. Yeah. And to yeah. read it about the first season is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Probst so, consistently ranks it as his favorite, equating it to his first, equating it to a first girlfriend. I was worried he was going to say firstborn child. And I was like, sweetheart, no. It's like, I was like, firstborn child is more important than. I don't think he has any. Like, I don't think he has any kids, okay. but I just meant like. No, yeah. I just yeah. meant like. Fair, 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 fair. <laughs> I, I don't have any kids, but I would most likely consider a firstborn child more important than fair, fair. season one of a. Fair. <laughs> anyway so yeah that's the recap um of that and as always um we'll talk about the people who return there's obviously a lot because there's been 40 seasons since and numerous opportunities for people Mm -hmm. to come back so rudy rich sue jenna all come back and compete together and then jervis comes back as well and our icon kelly will also be back at one point and like I think she still maybe holds the record for the most consecutive um, challenges in a row, won by a woman. I don't know. We could be fact check on that. But I remember when we were watching season 28 and Taj, sorry, Tasha. Yeah, I was like, Tasha. Tasha. Yeah. I was, because I was going to call her Tosh. And then I was like, wait, Tosh sounds wrong. <laughs> Tasha. Yeah, Tasha wins won the, that, like, a bunch. And he's like, you've now tied. So I guess maybe Tasha and Kelly the Mm. most um but yeah so yeah that's our recap and we will be right back we're so thankful for all of the love and support so far keep checking out our instagram and telling all of your friends about our podcast If you're interested in supporting our ongoing project to improve our podcast, please head over to our anchor.fm website where you can become a monthly supporter and donator to idols, icons, and eye rolls.
All right, now we're going to get into our idols, our icons, and our idols from this season. Um, Peter, do you want to start us off with your idol? I would love to, and I feel as though like it's a good fit because it is the very first individual immunity challenge in Survivor history. And I mean, for more reasons than just that, the orange goggles, that's enough of a reason to make this my idol's moment. But secondly, I just can't believe that they like, I mean, I can, obviously, but they were allowed to just be like, all right, the challenge is hold your breath as long as you can. Because like the lengths, maybe not me, but somebody could go to the point where like they would be willing to die for this show. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, that's the limit. It's just like, how long are you willing to not breathe? That is genuinely- Maybe I'll wait, I'll last, I'll play, I'll last, baby. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. But yeah, and also, I mean, Nell said this earlier, but just the bare bones of it all. Like, it was literally just like, all right, go. <laughs> They're like, let's let's just see what happens. Um, but no, I mean, other than that, it's like mundane. Nothing exciting necessarily happens. But again, the orange goggles, the bare bones of it all. And like, hey, as Marin Morris famously said, if the bones are good, the, the rest, rest don't, don't matter. matter. So that's my idols moment. Now, yours? Yes. So mine comes from our queen, Kelly. As you hit us with the first one, I'm going to hit with the final individual immunity challenge. Um, as I kind of talked about, like, I just really liked watching. Like, I liked that that was the immunity challenge. And, like, I just thought Kelly slayed it. I think there's, like, as we talked about, like, so much of Survivor really is about building relationships, um, which, again, people on the season, they were, they were still figuring out. But Kelly had that. And I think that just, she was just, like, a genuinely good person, like, and was, like, listening to what the people around her said. And that's why she won, like, that's why she won this challenge. And I really liked that. I like when the immunity challenges are like brain centered I think it's like fun when they have to like remember things that have happened or whatever especially like I think that's a great challenge for this is the second to last immunity no, challenge it's not. It's the last one tribal is council. the last one I hate three. myself <laughs> I should have asked a clarifying question before I'm so sorry <laughs> Okay, whatever. It whatever. We all know what it is. Yeah. It was the second to last. You're right. I forgot they do the poll thingy. I have to admit, I skipped the um, um, walk down, like, remembrance, because I didn't, I just- The fire? Out. You walked, you skipped through the walking across the hot pole? Because I just thought it was going to be like every other one, and I wanted to see the challenge. Anyway, so I just really liked- I think, like, for how long they've been on the island, I think those kind of ones are, like, a really good, good way to see. And I, Kelly was so iconic at it. The way she got those middle names of those kids. I loved it. I loved it. No, yeah, Kelly is icon for that moment. um, And for really- Which I mean- A perfect transition (laughs) into our icon, which we have the one collective icon. Same, yet again. (laughs) And it's Kelly. And I mean, I think- Everyone could see this coming 
based on trends, but also based on how much we spoke on her Yeah. so far. Um, just, I don't know, everyone else, quite frankly, not to, not to compare, but I just think that because we do, we picked one person. (laughs) It was a competition. (laughs) It's just that like, nobody was doing it quite like her. Mm -hmm. Genuine. Yeah. And there were some questionable decisions that she maybe made regarding like how she was going to, like, she was a little flip floppy on if she was going to be in the Alliance or not, but I think for her to kind of make the decision with like six or seven people that'd be like, look, I'm going to play my own game. If I vote with the Alliance, I vote with them. If I don't, I don't. And then to know that she then has a target on her back and win all the individual immunity challenges she needs to win to get her to the final. I was like, queen shit, queen shit. Yeah. I just, it was, I, I really liked her like latter half. Mm-hmm. And, like, her ability to win all those challenges. It was just, like, a good person to watch. You enjoyed her. I didn't feel weird about her as I did with some of the other final people. Like, we love her. Yeah, I will say, Sue, I think, really could have been in contention. But when she chose to attack Kelly for what was a personal and private issue between the two of them that they said they smoothed over... But then at Final Tribal Council, Sue goes, hey, everyone, I want to just tell you that Kelly is a rat and here's why. And she sucks and she hurt me and all of this stuff. It's like, this is a really personal conversation that you're choosing to have right now. Like, yeah. Anyways, spoken on the flops. We aren't speaking about the icons enough. So thank you, Kelly, for blessing our screen. You're incredible. So glad you come back later on and sad that it does take a while for you to come back. But we are looking forward to that moment in our oh. viewing path. And with that, we'll move, on to our... <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on to our eye rolls. So now if you want to start with yours. Yeah. Again, we kind of spoke about the flopness of this, but Sean with the alphabetical voting order. He had the audacity to like critique an alliance, continuously critique an alliance because he didn't think it was ethical because it went against the game and you should be voting with like who you think should go out. And then he has the audacity to vote in alphabetical order. I can't think of one thing more disrespectful to the game than doing that. You aren't thinking about your strategy. You literally could not care less who leaves. You're just going by the, I can't wrap my head around it. It has no benefit to you. You're voting out people who probably would vote with you. But again, you don't have the brain power to think up an alliance, which is on you. I, it's just like mind boggling to me. And the impact it had on like voting someone out like Jenna was so stupid. Oh my God. Like he was feeding into the Alliance because he spoke so openly about this like stupid voting order that the Alliance was smart enough to like in like put their votes with his. I hate it. I hate it. That's my role. (laughs) That has, I don't think so, honey energy. That was like a really- I don't think so, honey. (laughs) That was a really intense like 60 seconds for us to all be a part of. But no, I could not have put that better myself. Um, and truly nothing I can add. So for me, I've, I realized I needed to change my eye roll because 
I initially was going to talk about Sue's final tribal council speech, but I realized that like it is iconic in the moment and like for what it is. And it's just because I really liked Kelly that I was like, oh, that was annoying of her. But like she really put her heart into that speech and I can't, I can't roll my eyes at that. And that has to be respected for that. Um, instead, I'm going to speak on something I was touching on earlier. And it's just the overall flop behavior from everyone at Pagong when it came time to merge and get their shit together and finally decide who they were going to vote out. Because I was also thinking about it. I was like, during the tribal part of all of this, like when they were still in the Pagong tribe, people managed to vote together in blocks to vote other people out. So I don't know why when they moved and merged into the Ratana tribe, they were suddenly like, I can't speak to anyone else. I have no ability to work with others, to vote people out, to try some sort of strategy. It's like, it's like you don't even want the million dollars and it's pretty disrespectful to all of us who want it, you know? And so I just think at the end of the day, they just had sour grapes and they're like, well, I don't want to play this game anymore if this is what it's going to boil down to. And it's like, I get that maybe you weren't expecting this, but like you're here now, figure it out and get your act together. And I don't know, it just really kind of tainted my memory of most of the people because I really liked Colleen and Greg and Jenna and Gretchen even. Like I liked them all, but it's just like, get it together people. I'm tired of this, tired of it, tired, tired. So yeah, that's my eye roll. I loved it. I also just have to note your a love for the phrase sour grapes. <laughs> well, it's just like when I was watching this season, it popped into my head and I was like, I gotta Couldn't use get it this. Out. <laughs> yeah. Cannot get it out. Cannot. But I haven't used it in the context of anything else, I don't think. Only when I'm really speaking on the Bagong tribe will I use the phrase sour grapes. Which I mean, we all have habits, I guess. And if that's <laughs> that's one of mine, I'll I'll live with it. Um, yeah, so those are our idols, our icons, and our eye rolls from the second part of season one. And we'll be right back. Thanks for listening and be on the lookout for our next episode where we'll talk about the first half of season two, The Australian Outback. Often rated as one of the best seasons with lots of future returners, it's a season you would not want to miss. As always, follow us on Instagram at idols.icons.eyeballs for plenty more content. Follow and review our podcast wherever you're listening to us and be on the lookout for plenty more to come your way. <laughs>